Welcome, 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 everybody. To Becky Left the Chats, May 1992, Part 2, Rewatch. Uh, I am your host, Pat, joined by my co-host, Jen. Hello. And we are here doing our Superstars run-through for the uh, second part of May 1992. Uh, we're actually going to be meeting a new friend soon, who unfortunately just passed away, Mr. Razor Ramon, R.I.P., it's so sad. Yeah, it's Super very bummed. sad. We just heard yeah. a few minutes ago. We're probably actually going to rewatch some matches and talk about them maybe later on this weekend. But um, R.E.P. And we're going to be talking about him a lot actually next week, in the next few weeks, because he's going to be making his premiere here on the podcast rewatch. Yeah. Um, obviously, our thoughts go out to his family and his friends. Thoughts and, and prayers as always and everybody that's out there. But we're going to continue on here. Keep talking about some of the stuff that happened in the uh, Superstars on May 16th, May 23rd, and May 30th, 1992, as we look back 30 years ago. So to get started, the May 16th episode uh, okay. was also in Syracuse. When we were last uh, going through it, we just had stuff that was in that at that Syracuse April 29th show. Oh, so that's like the last one. Um... I think actually May 23rd is also um, in Syracuse as well. Oh, yep, okay. May 23rd is in Syracuse, as well as... May 30th. So actually, all three of these are from the same house show. I think you saw, who was it, Barry Hardy? Who was at like two or three different episodes, right? I think it was Barry Hardy. I <laughs> yeah. think it was because that hair is, uh, he's got like the Tiger King going on. It's pretty, there were a few jobbers that had like a Tiger King situation. That must have been a thing in the And these 90s. three, um, these three episodes. And it was, I mean, it was, I think Dwayne Gill is another yeah, one. Yeah, Dwayne Gill. Wild future, ass future light heavyweight champion. But Dwayne Barry Gale. Hardy is the Tiger King guy. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. But <laughs> to get started with the first one, we had uh, our first episode was the May, May 16th episode. On that episode, we had uh, Shawn Michaels with Sensational Sherry against Sonny Blaze. Mm-hmm. Tatanka and Barry Hardy sighting number one on this paper. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This, uh, it's just unbelievable. This, this taping. It. We had the Berserker with Mr. Fuji against uh, Scott Taylor. The Repo Man versus Jay Sledge. Sledge. Big Boss Man against Glenn Ruth. The Ultimate Warrior against Brian Nobbs. Mm-hmm. Of the Nasty Boys. And the Beverly Brothers against Bobby Knight and Jim Brunzel. Um, we had a... Table setter episode here. I don't really know what table we're setting. I think that this, though, out of the three episodes, is really the only one we get, like, a match with two people that we know. Um, I think Kato is in another match, like, with, as a tag team. But this is, like, the only one we actually get a real match, like the Brian Nobbs um, Ultimate Warrior match. It's... At the So... Last episode that we recorded, the three superstars that we watched, they all had one special match. And it looks like that trend is ending. Yeah, quickly. So it's, it was fast and dirty and now it's going to be over. Um, we did get Scotty Too Hottie, though. It's true. That's true. We got an With early Berserker. sighting. Yeah, we got an early Scotty Too Hottie sighting. Those are always our favorite when we're yelling <laughs> at the screen like uh, yeah, like uh, DiCaprio and... Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, we're like, well, well we know him. That's yeah, yeah. Too Hotty. <laughs> yep, that's him. We know him. Oh, Dwayne Gill. Okay, we know him. Dwayne Gill. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, it was a, a quiet, quiet superstars. Um, we're building, and building up the character of Papa Shango a lot in all of these episodes with little vignettes, and we're building that Tatanka Rick Martel feud. 
a lot mm-hmm. in all of the promos that were getting cut. Um, I'm looking at our big board, and on this episode, I didn't see a lot of movement on the Flair Macho side, right? Not in this episode, no. This episode was more um, heavy in the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior feud. Which came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, there was a, a couple weeks back, a week or two back, he was burning... Papa Shango was burning pictures of the Ultimate Warrior, like in right. like a um, trash can or something, in his no, blue no. lounge. I'm not saying the fact that the uh, voodoo man Papa Shango is attempting to put a voodoo curse on Ultimate Warrior. I'm saying the fact that like Ultimate Warrior came out of nowhere. Okay. Yeah, well, yes. yes. <laughs> he's just here, and all of a sudden we need to just. Well, he showed you know, up at WrestleMania, on. and he's like here. Right? I know. And, well, he clearly is the replacement for Hulk Hogan, who just pieced. But like it's so, it's a, like it's, such a it's like a trade off, especially because he's posing with the kids and he's the, you know, fan favorite. But especially. it's such a different energy between Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Like I feel like they're just. I know that he's filling the slot of the headliner there, but it's just so funny where it's like, okay, so we're just gonna go to like this storyline where it's just Papa Shango doing a, a voodoo. Girl. Like somehow we're just here, we're just accepting the Haitian voodoo. We've got rid of the snake charmer, and we've. Got rid of, like, The Undertaker. He's not really involved in that upper level. Like, here is this this weird voodoo curse. Yeah, he's still there, but he's not. I mean, I miss Jake at this point. I'm like... True. I'm like, man. But, I mean... It was nice having Jake around. We got this weird Shango energy. We got this oh, weird... we also got a... um. We got a WBF pay-per-view. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. An ad for their upcoming pay-per-view. Wait, 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 wait. And I think we need let's, to address let's, this. Let's, let's finish the other match roundup. We did have a uh, sensational Sherry Sean match mm-hmm. with Sean being Sean. Uh, and his feud is building towards a SummerSlam against Bret Hart. Yeah, he's just, he's 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 motioning to the belt around his waist. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want that belt. He wants the belt. He's coming um, for the IC belt. That's that that's belt. where he's angling. Uh, and, and that's really what we, what we need to start to spotlight because obviously we know in the future that that might not happen. But that's no, it happens just not eventually. the way. That's not the way that they're setting it up. Just but, not um, in SummerSlam. We did have, I want to say, too, we did have another crush sighting. We're getting a lot of crush promos about how he loves to crush things. Yeah. We but, also had um Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to No, no, you're fine. I, I was gonna be like, uh, we're getting a lot of Briscoe Brothers body shop action. <laughs> yes, that was where I was going with that. Because yeah. the only place I can imagine <laughs> this is happening is at Briscoe Brothers. Um, um and then um, we got our our first of what will be many. Ico Pro sightings and WBF Body Star sightings. So, like Jen said, there's a pay per view coming up. Lex Luger may or may not be there. WBF Body Stars. Just like the show that's on on Saturday. I mean, it just went from wild to just off the rails quickly now with these promos. All of a sudden, you're like, wait, I was watching the wrestling with the people, and now I'm watching bodybuilding? They like. Yeah, like I was, I was in when there's like snakes slithering around and you know biting people i mean not that it's good that he bit people but you know i mean we have repo men mm-hmm. we've got all kinds of crazy shit going on and now you're you're throwing these bodies at me quickly like you you're just throwing them at me and they are they're bodies and your reaction to it being a paper you were like wait 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 this is a pay-per-view people are paying to view this not only was that my reaction, like the, the way I can liken it to is like you're in college and you have a very minor budget. You have a small budget. 
So you can't really buy a lot of beer. So you're buying cheap, like Natty Ice beer, you know, like <laughs> Milwaukee's Best. And then somebody hands you like a double IPA. And they're like, here. Like, that's where we went. Like, I'm drinking cheap beer on a Saturday night. And now you're trying to give me this high Like, we're bodybuilding? Like, I don't even understand what that is. You were like, like I'm how? just like, I don't get it. How do they how do we go from right here? How do we I know. grade this? Like, how? I'm like, oh, I know. We need to find out. You know, to, to use the beer analogy, I know they're both beers, but like, man, we went from zero to a hundred, huh? Like, all of a sudden, we're just here. Now I'm into that. I'm gonna pay you to watch people flex. Like, that's a level. Like, I, that was just a bridge too far. I, I couldn't understand that. I just, I didn't. But we're gonna start to get these promos. Apparently, spoiler alert: only I think three thousand people actually paid to watch this. So, oh, yeah. I'm not wrong. I mean, I was, you told me that, and I'm like, only 3,000. I'm thinking there were 3,000 mm-hmm. people that were like, fuck, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call my cable provider. Now. And Lock it in. I'm going to call it right now, and I'm going to make sure I secure. I wonder how much it was. Like, like what, was it think... 30 Because weren't these pay-per-views $30 even back then? Some of them. Well, no, because... a lot of money Well, but, then, I, but I think what they used to do is they used to do $30 for the big pay-per-views and then, like, $20 for the in-your-houses. But then... and Or I think they were 15 to start and then maybe mm-hmm. went up. But weren't they then 60 at one point? Go up, like, didn't they go up to, like, even more? I think WrestleMania would get up to, like, 60 bucks. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Or, like, 40 bucks. Yeah. The Royal Rumble might have been, like... How much was this WBF? We need... Okay. We need to research two things. Yeah. This is our homework. Oh well, no, 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 no! We're gonna have a, We're gonna try to find this and watch this when we get there. I don't know if I can. I will try. No, I mean, like, I'm sure on YouTube there's probably a clip for like five minutes of it or whatever. We're gonna try to find it, and we're just gonna watch it just so we can have a comment on it. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heaton was there, I believe. Yeah, there is a clip on YouTube. I've I've found it. I think it's like six minutes. I I could. We'll watch it. We'll, we'll, it we'll was... watch it, and then we'll figure out. We'll do a little more deep dive. But a sight to be. That's we we got a WBF sighting. Oh, so, just the idea that Vince is like commentating this, and 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 definitely selling Ico Pro the whole time. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. So like <laughs> it's I, it's just a wonder of the. I 90s. have to say, you know, part of uh, this experience of us rewatching this stuff and going through all this, like I've unlocked different parts. You know, of just my my fandom to be like, oh, this is just like so much fun. This is so silly. And it's also like my conspiratorial brain just comes in and I'm like, this guy was doing Inception on you when you're watching because he was doing what he did to get you to buy his pay-per-views to now buy his re- his bodybuilding because that's what he really likes. Like he definitely had a list of the people that got it. And, you know, they were getting like mailers at home like all the time. Those 3000 people. But that's like his core audience. That's his real people. Because not only were they paying for the wrestling, then they were paying for the, the world body stars. Yeah. And they're I mean, just it's a level into on a level. everything It's, it's Inception. It. Yeah. It's a level on a level. Like, Montreal's a work. Like, this is how you know. It's just levels on levels. <laughs> like, if he could do it here. <laughs> this is how you know Montreal was, was, was a work. He was practicing. He was practicing. But, yeah. I think we've covered this episode. Is there anything Actually, else on No, this? we didn't talk about the Ultimate oh, Warrior bad. match. Which is the only thing that happened in these three weeks that's really even worth even discussing. Oh, that's right. Okay, so, okay. T- go go ahead. Break okay, down well, the end well, of the well, match. Well, first of all, we get... All right. We get the WBF pay-per-view ad, right? Right. Then we get a Scotty Too Hattie sighting. Right. Then we get Repo Man Jay Sledge where 
he drags him around by his neck. He has a leash that he used to drag the bulldog around. Like, well, that's his rope. That's like what he ties. Yeah, but I think now and... he's using it as a leash because he did that with. Like I think he has uh-huh. actually has a leash because a British bulldog. Okay. Because he's a dog. So now he's like drag. It's it just it doesn't look good. Um, it looks like it 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 looks very violent. Then we have a big boss man match where at the end over the intercom you hear um a guy saying that he did his time and now he's coming for you big boss man right nails yeah, yeah. Well, it's gonna be nails we all know it but that you don't see him yet then we have the ultimate warrior versus brian knobs of the nasty boys <clears throat> um so this match is kind of fun actually jimmy hart's there of course, um, ugh, what's the other nasty boy's name? Why is my brain? What is happening? It's uh, Brian and. S- oh, it's Knobs. I know his name. Uh. Uh, Jerry and Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags. Jerry Sags. Okay, so Sags is getting involved. You know, it's a whole thing. Um, but what happens is that the Papa Shangos comes out. And steals an armband. Right. Sweatband that was on the ground of the Ultimate Warriors. Not good. You know, because now he has an item of his. Pieces out, comes back. Okay. And casts a spell onto the Warrior. So Warrior wins this match. There's some, you know, there's there's tomfoolery afoot. Chicanery. Got it. Yeah. But the Ultimate Warrior wins because he's the Ultimate Warrior. Also, the way Vin says Ultimate Warrior... Ultimate Warrior. Right. You're not a fan. It's a thing. Um, I was just saying it's a thing. It happens. Okay. Every time. Um, not a fan. And Papa Shango casts a spell. Yep. On this warrior. Well, so I'm gonna stop you right here for one second. So you see. Yeah. I wish you would. We inadvertently stumbled upon something here when we were kind of trying to catch up a little and watching it, because to me this all was one event. So this part leads to the last part, right? So it's just funny how this all was one event. So th- that was it. Because I just want to make it clear, like, he's casting a voodoo spell. Then maybe, like, an hour later, he's... <laughs> oh, you're talking about, like, how this is all, all the of same it connected house. together. Yeah, it's all the same show. It, or it, it could be two shows in one day, I think, that you mentioned it, it could have been. Um, yeah, but it's just, to me, I was just... Uh, sorry, it was just comical to me because I'm like, man, that's right. Like, he's you doing do this tend here. to look at it that way, where I really don't. I just kind of take it at face value. But it is... <laughs> <laughs> Once you know that, it does hit a little different. Um, sure. So then the warrior starts, he just falls on the ground. He's grabbing his stomach. Like People bring him in the back. And then he just projectile vomits. The most disgusting looking vomit. All over all these officials and doctors that are trying mm-hmm. to help him. It is, and he's like, Aah! like the noise he makes. But then it ends. It, but then the show ends. Like you're forgetting the show no, ends. No, the show doesn't end because then the Beverly Brothers come out. And they have a match. Oh, okay. And then they say that they'll tell us about him next week. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the Beverly Brothers have a match, and then they paint all over the guy that they beat, like, LOS, the Legion of Sissies. Because that's their thing. They're now beefing with the Legion of Doom. So, um, yeah. But while that match was going on, you, as the audience member, were extremely concerned about it. (laughs) The condition of the Ultimate Warrior. So they're talking over the match about the Ultimate Warrior. Stick, come back next week. Mm -hmm. So they're like... Promoting this like lower level tag team setup, mm-hmm. but then also Although you can't really call LOD lower level. But no, 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 because yeah. right now LOD is coming back up. So like LOD was just out, 
at WrestleMania. We talked about this last week. They're coming yeah, yeah, yeah. back up. But again, it's all one show. So they're like making a thing to like fight them at the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, but it's really yeah. like four televised shows. Televised shows. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Then, after we saw that disgusting vomit. Oh, God. It was really bad. It looked it like bad. real. It kind of looked like cat vomit. I'm very upset about it. It was bad. Yeah. This wasn't good. Then we restart next. <laughs> We restart. They keep re-showing it on every... Yeah. So well, they also, during this thing... Sorry, just real fast. They also show almost the entire match between Slaughter and Flair that happened the week prior. Where right, the, when the, the Mountie the comes stick. out with yeah. the shocks. So that was a big part of this, too. So we're... These episodes are really just, like, showing... Half of them are like, we're just going to show you the previous mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. Anywho. So sorry. then we go back to... Right back to the vomiting the next week. On May 23rd. Yep. We open at the top with that. And we get more resolution that it looks like he's going to be okay, right? We may even do it. Don't we get him on the 23rd or we get him on the 30th? We get him on the 23rd. Okay. So then he's going to come out and talk to me and Gene today. Mm-hmm. But on this one, we had The Undertaker with Paul Bear defeating Bill Pierce. We had Virgil against Dwayne Gill. And he won. Spoiler. Money Inc. came out against Jim Powers and, Mary, and Mark Kay. British Bulldog against Barry Hardy. I feel like Barry Hardy had a very specific look about him as well. He had a, a very specific Tiger King-esque mullet. Yes. There was a whole, there was a whole tri- tribe of them. Then the Mountie against Bobby Knight. Bushwhackers against the Dublin Destroyer and Vince Sala. <laughs> Sorry. Just <laughs> the Dublin, Dublin Destroyer, Destroyer is... <laughs> Such a great name. Uh... Even when he said it, I'm like, what? Dublin yeah. Destroyer? Yeah, he's pretty great. And then good. Kamala against Kerry oh, Davis. God, I missed the 90s. I know. I do too. I just missed the just the <laughs> so blatant ridiculous. stereotypes. Oh, just like God. Yeah, so all these matches are what you think they're going to be. Well, the the Mountie one we brought back out the shock stick. But he didn't use it, right? No, he wasn't allowed cuz Jack Tunney, nope. Jack Tunney nope. issued a warning. You don't want to go against the tons. You don't want to go against the president Tony. So that was that was thrown out there. We had um I'm trying to think who else really uh pushed anything here. Um, I mean, Bushwhackers are just out for some fun. I mean, The Undertaker was funny because we were we were talking because we, we go back and forth. Again, if you're listening to this podcast um, and you are not a friend, you are a person that likes wrestling. You know, Jen and I go back and forth over where we would put The Undertaker, right? Is he a face? Is he a heel? Because he's always like straddles a line, like in his yeah. own world. So Jen's just like, no, he's a face. I mean, it's just clearly like, you just because have to he, listen to how Vince talks about the person and how the crowd reacts and you know whether they're a face or heel i mean it doesn't matter that he's putting people on body bags nonchalantly put the man in a body bag jen that's not like a i'm not disagreeing that that he did or did not do such a thing it's traumatizing i do see the there was a face of like a teenage or preteen girl in this crowd and i think that she wanted to join the undertaker like it was wild that's true and it was it was I, i i i love the fact that somehow they're going to take this gimmick later, too. Like, if this wasn't the start of that gimmick, because you never know, anything is possible in the World Wrestling Federation. Right, right. But right. later on, we are going to have two people just sitting in the fans that look exactly like her. Like, two people sitting in the stands. Remember? And they just always cut to them oh, in the I stands. Oh, I remember. It's just... I, I get that he's a face, but it's just so ridiculous. Because it's just like... Yeah, oh, he is a face, but it is... Um... He's putting people in body bags. He's his own level of face. I mean, we didn't really, we weren't watching it when Jake was a face, 
But I feel like it was probably a similar vibe where you're like, yeah, but you're bringing a snake out to the ring and nobody wants to be bitten by your snake. But we basically... And he, you're so good at this being sinister. Why would they... You know what I mean? I, I'm, I don't know. But I would assume there, it's the same kind of vibe. Throughout the rewatch, though, we're basically watching from the beginning of his career and we're still in the in the first third of his career right now. We are in we're the first... Like the first, like... Quarter of his career. Quarter? We're in, like, the first eighth of his career. Yeah. He's, he hasn't even been no, there. No, no, no. I mean, you and I, as we're watching it together, oh. like, we're up to, like, 99. We're in the first, like, third of his oh, career. Oh, in 99. Yeah, And yeah. he just over, overcomes so in many things. I'm like, he no, just no, got no. there. He still got his mullet. You still see his ginger no. beard. Like, you're not... Um... I'm also, just, I am upset that the funeral parlor, I don't know where it is. I don't know where we, but I don't know where people are going we're to air their grievances. Like, well, I miss it. Right now, we don't have grievances. Right now, we have Mean Gene Ogilvy. <laughs> I know, but. going to interview the Ultimate Warrior, and you need to take it away and tell us, remind, catch us up what happened last week to then get us to where Mean Gene's going to talk to him now. Catch us up, Jim. What, what happened again? Because we we don't oh, that, that he had a, a voodoo curse put upon him by Papa Shango and projectile vomited all over a bunch of gentlemen that were trying to help him. That's the one because for about okay so far we've been given about an, a little bit shy of an hour's worth of programming, and this has been on for about fifteen to twenty minutes of just this either vomiting or curses or killing over in pain. So what happened now when he talked to Mean Gene? He was talking, and he was talking about how he can beat this voodoo curse, and he's the warrior, and he's going to get the Shango, and blah, blah, blah. And I don't even remember, because what I remember is that, like, as he's talking, this black, this greenish, blackish, just goo starts running down his face. It was, again, unbelievable. And then he does what any normal person would do. Touches his face, looks at the goo. That's normal. Mm-hmm. Screams warrior and walks backstage while staring at his hand like a zombie because Papa Shango made him a zombie anything's possible in the WWF it it was the yelling of warrior that I found to be the most interesting part of that whole situation because what what are you saying also that wasn't even my favorite promo of of this week do you know what my favorite promo of this week was? Was it another crush promo? There was another crush promo, but it was like one of the, it was he wasn't in um Briscoe's body shop. He was just like chilling. That I do not know. In front of his green screen. He just wants to fuck with everybody. He's coming at everybody. He said, I am I think six seven, three hundred and twenty five pounds or That's something. It. And he's just just going after everybody. Um you do know what promo I'm talking about because it was the single best promo we've seen these these three past superstar episodes. Ric Flair with Mr. Perfect and a random lady having a picnic together in I, their Sunday finest. I somehow thought that that picnic was again a result of your edible or something like May May thirtieth. <laughs> I was like, was was it like I thought it was at the end of the show. I didn't realize it was now. Uh-uh. This picnic. <laughs> it definitely came at the tail end of the episode, at least. Because we watched all three together. So it definitely came at the tail end. But I will say, like, we spent the past 25 minutes talking about a voodoo curse and a voodoo man and an ultimate warrior. We mentioned Jake the Snake. We threw out all these other gimmicks. 
And here are these two lords amongst the wrestling industry. A leaping? Just sitting there in their jet-setting ways, like forgetting their, that these are not their co-workers, right? That are putting curses on each other and walking around like zombies. Just having a beautiful picnic with a beautiful young lass that I believe was supposed to be like an Elizabeth stand-in to tell Elizabeth, hey. She had Elizabeth vibes. It's not going to happen. All right? We know you want it, but I said no. And you're like, are we still doing this? How did I'm you like, feel? are we still doing... Didn't we already, like, figure... Like, we're still doing this. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, is they're claiming that Elizabeth just won't stop calling Ric Flair. And they go as far to bring his answering machine, which I don't know if y'all remember... Back Excuse in me. the day when we you had have this wrong. I don't think that was his answering machine. I think that was a boombox they had because you oh, missed right. Mr. He Perfect. Brought, he brought the tape from the answering machine. Because they out remember the tape. when they were cassette tapes, it wasn't like voicemails, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this was 30 years ago. You actually had a cassette tape that would record your messages. Jen, he popped out the tape and threw the other tape in the air and put in the tape. Do you not recall this? <laughs> I recall him going to feed this woman a grape and as she went to bite it, just flinging the grape into the distance because that is the lord like, that is such a prick kurt henning he's just living his best life and you got to witness it and you're like wait what is this oh tomfoolery and their outfits yes rig flair shirt this woman's hair she had those uber big 80s floofy bangs mm-hmm. mr perfect's tracksuit mm-hmm. i don't know who even wins well, that's that. That's the thing. Like when I was, you know, as 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 you know, we at the end of every episode, we do our best and worst and best promos. I mean, there is no question. I see. I just thought this was next. I thought it was next week. It is the best promo that has ever been cut that I have seen so far to date. Now, now again, we're going to the prime era of the promos. I don't know. I saw a barbershop promo mm, where but, one person was thrown through a window in an active you know, ran through a window. But the thing about that was that, pretty wild. There were a couple that were. Thing about that is, I will pretty good. I will give you that, but it's gonna be its own. It's gonna be a category of like an onset promo, because I think it's a little bit different when you're actually in a field, with a full spread of a picnic. This is the best off-screen promo we've seen, hands down. No, uh, th- th- there's no question. I mean, they are off-screen with with a picnic. With Wait, a. Do you remember the promo with Ric Flair and Vince McMahon at a fancy restaurant? I do. That was pretty ridiculous, too. I mean, they're so, like, Rick, I mean, Ric Flair. Pillman does great off-screen promos. And Mr. Perfect together. Ric Flair alone, they do some dope-ass promos. Mm. I I mean, it is. Ric Flair does great. I mean, they, they do great. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying, Jen, this was, they're just in, in a field telling you about all the things. And about how, mis- and I'm like, again, as we're watching, and I'm like, we're still like, I literally, I'm like, does this, when was this promo cut? Like, it just felt like it was cut, like, the day after WrestleMania. Like, it's just so wild. It's so wild that we're still, like, at this. Like, the other angles we're pushing, this is just so, like, left in the dust. It's so beautiful. It's just it's, a relic. It's really something. And I like that um, on the on the tape, she says, oh, you know, you've been gone so long. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. I have a special homecoming for you when you get home, blah, blah, blah. But she never says Rick, right? So, I mean, clearly, if I had to guess, I would say they probably stole this from Macho Man's answering tape. Don't ask me how they got in there. I mean, Jen, you're forgetting that his answering message was, you've reached the answering machine of Ric Flair. Leave a message after the woo. Woo! 
And then it beeped. I did forget. I did forget that. How could I forget? Like that, the whole thing. They played the whole <laughs> tape so you knew. Oh, leave a message. So good. Leave a message after the This woo. is why. Woo! Like what? This is why we're doing this rewatch. Yeah. Just uh, leave a message after the woo. Like just leave a message after the woo. Like come on, man. <laughs> I'm like I'm watching. No, I'm like I don't like, understand. Come on, man. What? That is amazing. It's such a. Oh, it's beautiful. Please watch this promo. Please watch this promo. It is so good. But. It was the highlight of this of this for me. Of this yeah this session. Um. What else do we have? We have. Coco Beware's Parrot Frankie making a debut. Well, not a debut. Making an appearance. High in energy. It. They're high energy. They bring mm-hmm. the high energy. Yeah, they bring the high energy. Coco and, and Owen. But he brings his parrot, Freddy, with him. Mm-hmm. And I like Freddy. I also like Freddy. So I was happy to see him. Um, You get Rick Martell with uh, Tatanka's feathers still. He's We're still doing that. Now it's like a whole fashion trend. Everybody's wearing the feathers. It's a whole thing. Um, Yeah, not great, but it's happening. Uh... Yeah, we got the goo on the Ultimate Warrior. That was really it. They do a whole lot of that. So I'd say that's it for this episode. Yeah, we'll move we'll move right on. Again, still at the same show. Same show of origin. Same cast of characters. We had Legion of Doom, Animal and Hawk, with Paul Ellering against Kato and Rick Mitchell. Brian Briger versus Papa Shango. Sergeant Slaughter versus Bob Bradley. Rick Martell against Jim Powers. The Natural Disasters against Dwayne Gill and Mike Fury. The Boss Man against Dave Roulette. And the Berserker against Glenn Ruth. Boss Man match was pretty pretty wild, right? Yeah. Boss Man has his match, wins his match, gives the crowd what they want, and then Nails comes in and just starts beating him. From the crowd with his convict outfit on. Mm-hmm. Very, um, mm-hmm. again, one of those things where you go, you know, I really like to uh, live in a world where repo men exist and there's undertakers and things, but like, if he's a cop and he's an escaped convict, like, shouldn't we, shouldn't, is this real violence? Like, got a little aggressive. But the thing is, once you take your issues, mm-hmm. To the wrestling ring or the squared circle, as some would call it. I don't know if the law really applies. Okay. So I just have to buy into that second level. I just have to really be like, okay, this is kayfabe squared. It's kayfabe on top of kayfabe. It's like inside. It's like a seven layer kayfabe. Because you're like, here's a cop. Mm -hmm. Because Mr. Perfect is reminding you he was a prison guard. So Uh they're like, he was a prison guard. Who then has a connection to this convict. And now this convict wants revenge on this prison guard. And you're like, what actually occurred? No, oh, Nails is a big dude. Yeah, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's around very long. No, I think there's a backstage situation. I think there's some uh, situations with him that we will get in, you know, we'll get into later, at a later date. But um, yeah, that was pretty wild. I mean, that's a feud that they're pushing. Also, the Papa Shango match was pretty, pretty wild. He lit the gentleman's feet on fire. Don't know if you remember there was a fire in the ring. I did. That was, again, one of those wire, like, kind of... Every now and again, this this old this old brand of wrestling, I would say it's pure as... Well, no, I can't even say that because The Undertaker is putting people in caskets. I was going to be like, there was a time 
where we kind of just sort of wrestled with our gimmicks. But here it's like, I'm Papa Shango. So not only did I make you people here in the uh, Syracuse Center have to watch me cast one voodoo spell, then make a man's head bleed, black goo, and zombify him. Mm -hmm. But now I'm going to light a jobber's (laughs) shoes on fire. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of supernatural. Oh, and this is actually the episode... Not to change the subject, this is actually the episode where we first start hearing about IcoPro. It's during the LOD match to start. Right. Vince mentions IcoPro, and I was like, did you hear that? Did you hear it? It's the IcoPro. And, um, and, and he then he mentions back. it again later on. He's like, I don't know if you remember that I mentioned IcoPro during the mm-hmm. Legion of Doom match. And it's like, hmm. We also got our WBF uh, plug again for the pay-per-view. That we did. That we did. Because, you know, as we were going through all of these, and we were trying to figure out, you know... Each, each other one, at least the first few we've had, first few sessions of, of doing this, there's always a setup to our next pay-per-view. But the pay-per-view we're promoting now is... It's SummerSlam. Oh, we're w- not yet. It's WBA. a WBF it Body WBA. Stars. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what's going on in Vince's world. Vince is going to the WBF yeah, Body Stars. we haven't stars. even really talked about SummerSlam. Nothing. And it's far away. Like, we're still in May. SummerSlam's in what, August? Or August. Ju- end of July? August. And we're, um, we still have, like, no nothing really, like, in stone. Like, we know we're going to see a... And obviously, it's not going to be on one of these shows. We're going to see at some point Macho Man Ric Flair at the rematch. I mean, that's going to happen. We know that because, you know, we just found that out. But outside of that, nobody else really cemented anything. You know, nothing is set in stone in terms of, like, who's going to fight who or anything like that. No, it's, it, look, it's it looks like right now, if I had to guess what the Summer Sun would be. And I actually don't know all the matches. I know we've seen it, but I don't remember what all the matches were. Um, I would guess, oh, okay, we're going to get... Ultimate Warrior, Papa Shango. The main event's going to be Ric Flair, Macho Man. We're going to get Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. You know, then we'll get Slaughter Mountie. We'll get Martel Tatanka. Um, Beverly Brothers, LOD. LOD. Yeah. You know, um, Berserker well, Undertaker. That's what. It, that's where it looks like it's Plus heading. you'll get the Natural Disasters and, the, uh, and Money, Inc. Yeah. Now, you, got, yeah. you got a full card. Yep. You know, full um, there. Yeah. So we'll see how many of those matches happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, you got them on the board. We're going to take a photo. I mean, you got most of them there that I think seem like that's what they're trying to push. But again, nothing's set in stone. I mean, we know that we're not going to get Michael's heart. We're not going to get that yet. That's not going to happen. So we know that one. Don't worry. It happens. Oh, we know. It'll eventually don't, happen. Don't spoil wrestling from 30 <laughs> years ago from people, okay? <laughs> well, it happened like 25 years ago. True. True. Right? Yeah. I mean, was there anything else that happened here? Multiple times. Um, I know we had another, probably another crush promo, right? I mean, it's the same. I we're mean, in the same suit. there's a crush vignette. There's more. Uh, there's the event center promos. You got Perfect and Flair. You get Macho Man. I mean, there, you don't really. I didn't. You didn't really get any, like. I feel like this, out of the three episodes that we watched, was the one with the least amount of actual stuff that happened. I mean, I didn't have a picnic promo, yeah. which was really disappointing. That was a highlight um, of the entire three-hour event. You set my expectations high with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I now expect that. That was that was the highlight of this. I mean, the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior stuff's fun. The goo was fun. The vomit was really vomity. I could do it. It was real cringy, but you know, yeah, I would say that's probably it. Um, as we, far as do we have a best match? I'm gonna give 
it to that match. I mean, I'm going to give it to the Warrior Knobs match. It actually was entertaining. Okay. You know, it ended, you know, with the cool thing, but it was a pretty entertaining match and a lot of fun stuff going on, a lot of voodoo. A lot of Jimmy Hart nonsense. A lot of voodoo. I like that. You know, I, I, you know, I like the Nasty Boys. I do. Like, I don't, they're not, I mean, obviously I'm not walking around in my Nasty Boys shirt. You could. Although maybe I'll look on eBay. Electronic. If I can find a cool retro Nasty Boys shirt. But I like them, especially as heels. I think yeah. they're fun. They remind me of Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Um. You know, like I said, I'm ne- I'm never. They're never going to be my favorite match at a pay per view, but I do. I, I like them. So that was a. I think that was the best match. What do you think? I'm actually going to give it to uh, whenever I can, and I have a, an event like this. I'm always going to go back and give it to Money Inc. Because IRS came out, told everybody that they need to pay their taxes. <laughs> okay. And uh, they took care of business. I'm always going to give it to them whenever they come out and we have like a, a down week like this. You know, if we had a... Yeah. Well, we're talking about all these... Th- the three weeks three we're together. squishing them together. Yeah, um, because they're, like like we said, there really wasn't a ton of matches. There really wasn't a ton of stuff here. I mean, it just wasn't. June will be a little different. We'll do two and two again. Two and two again, yeah. yeah. So um, we'll, we'll blow it out. But I mean, again, this one here, there really was not a whole heck of a lot. Uh, we didn't get a headline match. A couple of the last... We've been spoiled with some of the last ones where we've had an extra little UK rampage or something where we actually I had I know. We had some fun stuff. We've had stuff. nothing. We just had this. So um, I, I'm going to give it there. What do, who do you think had the uh, worst performance of the week? That was the best. Who were the worst? The the worst... Like the worst performance or the loser of the week? The loser of the week. You know, the worst the worst overall performance. Because, I mean, you can't say anybody lost in, in a match per se. Well, I mean, the loser. Except boss man. He's only the loser lost. to me is not necessarily like the person with the worst performance. It would be the ultimate warrior who now is is oozing goo out of his forehead and vomiting cat vomit all over people. Because I feel like that kind of sucks. I've never, knock on wood, had a voodoo spell put on me that I know of. And um, it don't look fun. So I'm going to give it to the boss man. Okay. For okay. reasons I just said, because his past is now coming back to haunt him at his new future place of employment. Like, he thought that he left. Yeah, but here's Prison the thing. life behind. Okay. He I'm got gonna, owned in the ring. I'm going to clap back. Okay. If he really thought he left prison life, mm-hmm. why is he showing up with a nightstick in his cop outfit all the time and calling himself the big boss man? Like, he could come in and say, hi, um... Johnny, Johnny Face, and... Not a great name. I mean, maybe not, but I'd say it could be... It's probably better than some of this bullshit. Johnny Johnny Face? Probably better than uh, Bastion Booger, you know? I, why are we bringing Bastion Booger I'm just this? saying. It's way it's too early. It's not the worst thing It's I've way seen. too early in, in our rewatch, and it's way too late in the evening for you to just drop a Bastion Booger bomb. <laughs> just like, dropped a Bastion Booger like, bomb. Like, right we, are, we are debating who had the worst, and you are just com- a Bastion Booger bomb. <laughs> like, like, in terms of the worst gimmicks, Bastion Booger bomb. There's like, there's like the, the, the Wally Beaver and his mom, which we're watching right now. What are you doing? Oh, the cleavage guy? Cleavage guy. I don't know what that right? is. Right? I don't... I Him. Don't... And then, like, the plumber guy that was there for, like, 11 minutes. <sighs> With his plumber... Was his... <laughs> was his, uh, uh, his plunger name was, like, yes. Betsy or something? Yep. Like, that guy that was there for two minutes. 
Okay, I'm and just then, saying Johnny Johnny Face is better than right. than the Plumber Man and Johnny Johnny Face. No, and Isaac Yankum. Okay, we Isaac, can... yeah, listen, Isaac Yankum DDS, DDS is a legend. DDS. DDS, never forget, never forget. Okay, um, yeah, I'm giving it the Warrior. He's All he's right. lost this week. All okay, right. let's. Who had the uh, best hair? <laughs> Barry Hardy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Best dress was the uh, the picnic trio. 200%. I mean, like, if you tried to buy these clothes now, you'd have to probably buy them vintage, and it would cost you probably 700 bucks. Just, they're just the tracksuits. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. The whole thing. Oh, my God. So 90s. So good. I mean... We got... Best promo. I mean, we know that, too. I mean, that... that we, we just... That goes to the picnic party. It has to. It has to. I mean, I think that's, I think we've covered it. I think that's it. I mean, yeah, we got our money grabs. We got our WBF. We got something called a, was it called like a, cr- a crunch classic VHS tape with like hidden matches or something on it. So we'll try to remember to look up what that's about and what was on yeah, that. I'm um, not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna, <laughs> it's gonna tell you right now. It was like an earthquake like tape. Like I'm like, you know, like I'm just, yeah, I'm not. Earthquakes on the cover. Like. So. Like, I, I feel like everything we do has to push forward. Like, we can't okay. keep getting into the realm of, like, classic matches on V. Like, we're already in classic era. Like, we can't go that. That's a deeper cut. There was a crowd sign, because I'm trying to notice all the crowd signs I can, and it said, Sherry, singer of the year. Ooh, pretty dope. Yep, because she is a singer of Sexy Boy. And also, a man in the crowd showed us his arm with the WWF logo on it. Emboldened. Emblazing. In tattoo ink. So pretty dope. There's a guy with a WWF tattoo. That was pretty Just dope. the logo. I mean That didn't age well. I wonder if he still has it or if he like got it covered up. If you're out there, hit us up. Hey, if you're out there and you hear this and you were <laughs> The guy with the WWF tattoo? Yeah. Or any person that ever had a WWF tattoo. I mean, we'd love to hear from you for real. We would. So, yeah. Um so, we have an Instagram. It is Becky left the chat. There's a period between every word. Becky, period. Left period. The period. Chat. No period. Um, We've got a Twitter. BLC underscore pod. Mm-hmm. We have a 90s nostalgia podcast. Yep. That we are reliving the 90s. Um, yeah. That is BLC mixtapes on instagram and becky left the chat mixtapes on the podcast thingies wherever you get your podcast yeah email becky left the chat at gmail.com and um if you could rate and like and comment and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast we would really really appreciate it if you have any feedback that you want to share we would absolutely love to hear it as long as it's not too mean um you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, if you have, we can take some criticism, but you know, look, if you have feedback that's mean, and you're really gonna come out and tell people that are rewatching a '90s wrestling podcast and talking about the '90s, it's probably something you can keep to yourself. It'll be okay. But I mean, let us know anything that can yeah. help us. But I know that um, this is a genre where a lot of people have a lot of opinions about certain. Oh people. no, no, no! And if you like, if you got a take, I'm I'm here yeah. for a take. I want your I'm takes. Just, we just, yeah, we just don't need takes. to listen. We're here for a spicy take. Don't get that wrong. You got a spicy take, come at it. You don't agree with something we got to say, come at it. But you don't have to be a jerk about it. That's all we're saying. Come on down. Let us know. We'll interact. We're here. Yeah. And uh, 
R.I.P. Bad Guy. Yeah. We're going to be talking about him next week. R.I.P. man. We're going to rewatch some matches now. Yeah. That's our level of nerddom. Yeah, we might do a special episode where we uh, just talk about his best matches, maybe even some NWO stuff, and yeah, just to celebrate. I mean, he was one of my absolute favorite wrestlers as a kid. Like, yep. he, and I remember my dad loved him. Yep. Like, it was something that we shared. My, and my parents loved him too. It was, it's ridiculous. He was so cool. And my yeah. dad always had toothpicks in his mouth. Always. Like, just anyway. Like, that's just my dad is a toothpick guy. And I used to call them Chico's and like, you know, I would take them and just flick them. And um. there was no perfect. Like when I was a kid, like we were talking earlier, like if you were a kid and you were like eight, nine years old, so maybe like 12, 13, there was nobody that hit like he hit when he hit. Because the thing about him was that like at least in the ring, you know, because Diesel's going to be here, you know, Kevin Nash and he Kevin Nash is bigger than him. So he was never the biggest guy. But he was always a very, very, very big guy. And he was Even, always the coolest guy. He's so a little smaller just, than Undertaker, too. Yeah, so, like so he, he was never the biggest guy. But he was always one of the bigger he guys. He was always one of the bigger guys, but you're always like, he's the coolest guy. And that was yeah. the thing. He just, he literally, you know, he oozed the machismo. And he said it, and he did it. And you're like, I don't know what to say. These fireworks are awesome. Everything's awesome. He was so good. He was so cool. So great. So When cool. he came out as a heel... And then stayed exactly the same when he did a face turn, which I don't even think he did a face turn. I think the crowd turned him because mm-hmm. everyone just loved him so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sad day. So Sad day. R.I.P. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we will get back to you guys next week. And as always, anything can happen in the WWR. Bye. Bye.